Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. I have another special guest for you today. Her name is Mary Shores. So as an author, speaker, entrepreneur, and CEO, Mary Shores teaches individuals and businesses to fearlessly create their own realities by using scientific methods and practical personal development. Published by Hay House in August 2017, Conscious Communications draws on Mary's over 10 years of personal development experience and knowledge to create easy-to-follow, step-by-step practices that can transform each area of your life. So hi, Mary. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hi, Eileen. It's my pleasure to be here, and I am really, really excited. I know. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say about your new book. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It is a huge dream come true. Yeah. So your book, Conscious Communications, can you just share a little summary of what this book is about? This book is about understanding how to harness the power of your words and some other things to change your mind, your choices, and your life. It's a lot about how to get in alignment because I have found that there are a lot of books out there that tell you that it's really important to be in alignment, but they never Mm -hmm. explain what that is or how to do it. And so my book is very scientific-based on how to get yourself into alignment because we all have these potentials that our life could, you know, we all have these infinite possibilities that are available to us, but it's really about how do you take something from becoming a possibility to a probability? Mm. Okay. And what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean is, so you know how we would say that you want to live up to your potential or you hear someone use the phrase, you have the highest potential. So I have a potential of becoming a best-selling author but I also have the potential of failing. So all Mm -hmm. of those potentials exist or all of those possibilities exist, but it's really the choices that you make and the actions that you take that are going to connect you to the things in life that you actually want to have happen. And when you're in control of those choices, you make your dreams more probable to come true. Right. So, you know, I was just talking to a friend the other night on the phone and he was telling me, he said, I don't believe in luck. What I believe in is when preparation meets opportunity. Yeah, I'm sure we've all heard that many, many times before, but it's so true. So I want to hear what's the story that led to your work? I mean, before you wrote this book, like what was, I don't know, the driving force in your life? Why did you feel compelled to write this? Well, I'm the kind of person who I would describe as a seeker. And I, you know, I identify myself as this gypsy scholar, you know, like I'm really into science, but I'm really into things that are mystical and mysterious in the world. And I would be drawn to personal development. And I found myself always going to things like Tony Robbins events or going to goddess boot camps heading out to Omega. And I was doing this for years and years and years. And I felt like I was always going through these transformations. Like I'm the poster child of, you know, come to my weekend workshop and have a transformation or have a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. But 
Um, I kind of wanted to write this book called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Transformation because <laughs> it was like I had this belief in my head that I could transform myself in a weekend. It's kind of silly yeah. when I think yeah. about it now because what I learned uh, through you know my years of doing this is that transformation happens in pivots over many, many, many years. And I felt so compelled to write this book because I have this need, like I cannot not do this to share mm -hmm. with other people, especially other women, how to get where I've, where either how to transform their lives, or mm -hmm. if it's, you know, if somebody comes to me and they say, I want to start a business, I, I just want to be that person that can hold their hand, meet them at the level they're at and explain to them what their next steps are. Right. And you talk about using a more scientific method, which is interesting and it's really valuable because sometimes books are a little too fluffy, right? There's no like step-by-step -step instructions on how to create what you want. So can you share what that looks like in your book? What are these scientific methods or step-by-step -step instructions? I would love to. Um, what I have been told is that the book is very direct, right to the point with, uh, and actually someone said that it's like, there's no fluff. It's just tells the truth. And mm -hmm. the scientific part is that right now there's a lot of books. There's a lot of media. There's a lot of information about out there about creating your own reality and how you are creating your life. And that is very, very true. And I chose to explain it from a reason of neurology, from science, and to explain, yes, you are creating your reality, and here's why. So we talk about your subconscious programming, your belief systems, and we talk about this idea of alignment. So like, for example, if you want to start a business, but all you ever do is talk about starting a business and you never take any action steps to do that, well, then in five years, you're not going to have a business, right? You know, a business is not going to just appear in your lap because you drew a picture of it on a vision board. Well, yeah, <laughs> you need to take the steps to make it happen. Right. Also in your book, you talk about um, self-talk, you know, the stories that we tell ourselves and how that shapes our reality. Can you get deeper into that, especially for people who don't realize what they're doing? This is so important. Um, and I, I've told this story a lot, but one of the things that I identify with is to explain this is my own story. So for years and years, I wanted to write a book. It was a passion of mine. Like I would talk about it all the time, but here was my mantra. I really want to write a book, but I'm not a writer. Now, Eileen, how many books do you think I was going to write if I'm saying the words, I'm not a writer? Right. You're not going to even try. Exactly. You're not even going to try. And here's the thing. Those words, I am not a writer, are a mirror to my subconscious programming. So they're a mirror to my belief system. And I had to change that belief system before I could become a writer. And now I am very confident about my writing and, you know, the book just came out, but it's doing extremely well and um, I could not be happier, but it did take me a while to reframe that story and that belief, because what we have is these neural pathways in our, in our brain, in our subconscious mind. And we have these neurons and in the neurons, they are connected by these little gaps and there's a connector called a synapse. And when you string a line of synapses and neurons together, that becomes a neural pathway. Mm -hmm. And so it's like there was a neural pathway in my brain that said I was not a writer because there was some sort of 
unidentifiable thing that must have, you know, led me to believe that I could not do this, like deep down inside. And once I was able to change that, I was able to manifest my book within a very short period of time, like within seven months. I had a book deal. And I feel like a lot of our listeners out there can relate to, but I'm not a writer or but I'm not a blank because before you start anything, like you think that you can't do it because you're like, oh, I've never done it before. So you, you already like your self-talk is, it doesn't let you take that step forward. But I think it'd be interesting to know how you started shifting that mindset. Were there actions that you took or what kind of steps did you take to get out of that mindset? I'm going to tell you the easiest thing that I did, and it was a lot of fun. And this isn't in the book, so just I'll just share this with you. Okay. So I started writing a page of affirmations every day because I love the idea of affirmations. And, you know, Louise Hay just passed recently, mm-hmm. and um, she's my publisher, so I really mm-hmm. idolize her a lot. And um, I kind of felt silly saying affirmations in the mirror, and we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. So my solution to this was I decided to write a page of affirmations every single day. And I structured them in a way, and I actually, I do share the method of writing these affirmations in the book called Three Steps to Writing Rocking Affirmations. But mm-hmm. I, I really structured them in a certain way. And after about 45 days of writing these affirmations, my mindset really started to shift. So did you write different affirmations and filled an entire page or was it more like one affirmation over and over again? It was different every single day. So I allowed it to free flow and I'll give you an example. So one of the things that I would write is a releasing statement. So I would write, I release my fear of abandonment. I am surrounded by unconditional love and support. So I would write a releasing statement and then I would follow it up with an I am statement. Mm-hmm. If I was looking for an opportunity, I would say an asking statement. I would say, guide me to be in the right place at the right time. Really, it was whatever was on my mind that particular day. The result of this, after doing it for one straight year, is I literally have thousands of these very cool and very fun affirmations. Wow. And you just let them flow naturally, like you just came up with them on your own. I really did. There, there weren't a lot of rules other than... I wasn't into the idea of saying things that were, you know how they say, say affirmations that you want to be true, but aren't true right now or something like that. I couldn't do that. That was not congruent. That was not my truth. So I didn't do that. I just did them in my own way. And honestly, it worked like it worked magically. I also did this other thing. But um, so I could share, like, for example, one of the things that I wrote was that I am radiant. And when Mm -hmm. I wrote that within um, hours, people started coming up to me and telling me that I was radiant. It was actually kind of spooky. Wow. Yeah, it was kind of fun. That is so (laughs) cool. Yeah, I think that gives anyone like all the reasons to try writing down affirmations because you have nothing to lose, right? It's just like a fun little exercise. I personally love affirmations too. And I'll like repeat one empowering message while I'm meditating. And I also do morning pages where I journal. And sometimes I get into that like, you know, trying to write affirmations on paper. But yeah, sitting down to do them every day, I can see how that could shift your self-talk. That's so powerful. And what I love about what you just said is that you like to say yours during your meditation time, and Mm -hmm. I like to write mine on paper. And so I think that sometimes people get tripped up on what are the rules. And, you know, so here you and I are doing it differently. But the point is 
that both of us are creating new neural pathways in our subconscious programming. And Mm -hmm. those neural pathways that you are creating during your meditation and I am creating during my morning writing of one page of affirmations a day are creating a belief system that allows the things that we're writing about to become true in our life at some point. Does that make sense Mm -hmm. to you? Yeah, yeah. I've heard about this. I mean, some people call it law of attraction, but I like that you connect it to neuroscience because you are reprogramming your subconscious in that way. And it does make a difference in how you feel about yourself, at least. And that trickles into everything else. So yeah, that's a really cool concept. Yeah, and it works. I mean, that's the bottom line is it, it absolutely works and it can change your life. It's time for a break dedicated to all my creatives out there. Do you ever need to find sound effects, stock images, or stock videos for your creative projects? Well, you can get studio quality stock for a fraction of the cost with Videoblocks. Videoblocks is a subscription stock media service that allows people to download all the stock media they need for one low cost of $149 a year. Download all the stock video your heart desires from their member library, including HD footage, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds, and more. All content is royalty-free so you can use it for commercial and personal projects. And new clips are added regularly so there's always something fresh to download. Go to videoblocks.com slash lifestyle to get all the stock footage you can imagine for $149 a year. That's videoblocks, V-I-D-E-O-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash lifestyle to save on millions of studio quality clips from Videoblocks. The link will also be in the show notes below. All right, back to the podcast. I have another question. I'm just curious because some people, they say like, oh, I've tried law of attraction. I've tried affirmations, but this stuff doesn't work for me. Or maybe they've tried to improve their life. They've tried to transform, but they don't see the results that they want. What would you say to people like that? I would have a conversation about getting into alignment because, you know, like I was saying earlier, that all of these potentials exist for us. And it's really the things, the everyday choices that you're making moment to moment in the thinnest sliced moment of life, you are creating the next moment. Mm. For example, my choice to have coffee with a friend one morning led to us talking for 90 minutes and it ended up being this big like brainstorming session. And I got all of these ideas from it. And actually it was enough ideas that fed my business for an entire year. So that choice Mm -hmm. to have coffee with my friend Peter changed my entire year because had I not had coffee with Peter, I wouldn't have had that brainstorming session and I would have had a different overall outcome. And so as far as, um, Talking about it with respect to law of attraction, I would talk about getting in alignment. But I think that our understanding of law of attraction is a bit flawed. And Mm. that's why I like to take the scientific approach. There's a quote from a movie that I really like. It's called, this movie's called A Bronx Tale. It was actually made in 1993 with Chaz Palmentieri. And I talk about it a lot in the book in one of the chapters. But it says, the choices you make will shape your life forever. And if you just think about that, it's so true because every choice you make is shaping your life. And so I also think that it can be really confusing and people can understand that their choices are creating their life, but they don't know how to make better choices. So in the book, Mm -hmm. I've got this um, way to do this called cleanse or clog. And it's just really a check-in for yourself. And it goes like this, Um, like I'll use the example of being on a diet. So if you're on a diet, and you want to lose weight, 
You just, every time you put a piece of food in your mouth, you ask yourself, will this piece of food cleanse me or clog me? And Mm -hmm. what I found is that, you know, for example, in your relationships, everything you say, everything you do, every action you take, every word that comes out of your mouth is either going to cleanse your relationship or clog it. And that's true for your relationship. That's true for your career, for your finances, for your personal development, for your self-care practice, because everything you do is either creating a connection to what you want in life, you know, connecting you to those things in your like dream book, or Mm -hmm. it's driving you further away from the things that you want. Right. Yeah. I love that because I, you know, what I teach is like living your dream life and always taking the next step that will bring you closer to your dream life. So it's, it's very similar. It's, is this choice going to cleanse or clog me? And is it going to take me closer or further away from my goals? That's right. And it's really just that simple. You know, we make mm-hmm. life more complicated than it needs to be. And the more we do that, the more we keep ourselves swirling in that chaos of our old stories and our old traumas. But if we can be forward thinking or asking ourselves, like, you know, I've had a lot of tragedy in my life, especially when I was younger. And one of the things that I always focused on was I'm, I'm just going to move something forward today. So no Mm -hmm. matter what, I felt successful as long as I could just move something forward. Any progress is better than no progress, right? That's right. Cool. So I know a lot of people out there want to write a book and you just published your first book. So I thought it'd be nice to ask you if you could share a little bit about the the process of how you wrote this book, how you got published by Hay House, which is amazing. Hay House has been my dream publisher for a very, very long time. And I am so proud that I'm a Hay House author. I mean, I, I just can't even tell you. I've owned a small business for 20 years. And in that time, I've um, had revenues of over $40 million, but I'm just more, I'm even more proud of being an author. And Mm -hmm. I have a lot of people coming up to me now asking me, you know, how do I, how do I write a book? And the things you think you have to do are very different than what's reality. Because a lot of people think that they have to sit down and they have to start writing a book. The most important thing is that the first step is to write a proposal. And when you're writing a proposal, it's a very specific formatted document that is designed to turn into a publisher so that they can get a snapshot of who you are and what your book is going to be about. And I was fortunate enough to attend the Hay House Writers Workshop, which I'm sure that anybody who wants to write a book may have heard of this workshop. But one person who attends the workshop gets a publishing contract. And I was that person in 2015. And as a matter of fact, um, there's another workshop coming up in Orlando, October 21st and 22nd, Mm -hmm. that I will be speaking at in Orlando. So I would love to see you there, Eileen, or any of your listeners. For sure. Yeah, definitely. We'll have all the links and info in the show notes down below. Sure. And I would love to say that writing the proposal in and of itself helped me organize all of the thoughts that I had, because when I first started the proposal process, I didn't know exactly what my book was going to look like, but going through the steps of the proposal helped me organize all of those thoughts and helped me really define what I needed to put in each chapter. It was such a wonderful process. And this particular writer's workshop, because I've been going to writer's workshops for years, but this particular one 
teaches you how to do that step by step. Awesome. So lastly, what is one action that all our listeners out there can take today to be more conscious communicators? I know we talked about the self-talk affirmation thing, so can you think of one more? Hmm. So I'm loving this idea about living in your purpose or becoming who you really are. So here's your one step to get you to this. And I'll ask this question of you. Mm -hmm. Eileen, if you were to be a superhero or some sort of archetype, like pick a character in a movie that you really idolize. And I'll give you an example. Um, My answer is a cross between Jessica Rabbit and Scarlett O'Hara. Okay. So what would yours be? Just as like a character type? Yeah, just like it it could be Wonder Woman. It could be Edna from The Incredibles. It could be, you know, somebody that you like off of a movie, a heroine, or even just like an everyday person in your life, like your mother or your grandmother. It's hard because there's not so many female superheroes, right? But I mean, I would say Wonder Woman, someone who's strong, but compassionate and cares about like saving the world in their way. So what I have found is that every time I ask that question, everyone has a different answer. And the thing is that Mm -hmm. there's qualities that she has that you also have. And that's why you're so drawn to her. Mm -hmm. Like you said, she's strong. She wants to serve the world. She's so full of love that she, she's selfless. She's so selfless. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote a whole chapter about this, but when you put that part of your I call it your alter ego. When you put that Mm -hmm. part of yourself in charge, you will make huge shifts in your life. There's an old movie called uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. And in that movie, the main character, she's kind of this like lonely housewife, middle-aged, but she creates this character of Tawanda. And when she puts Tawanda in charge, her whole life changes. So it's putting that superhero archetype that you admire, like just kind of like stepping into that personality, right? Being more of that type of person. Right. And asking yourself, like, what would Wonder Woman do? I I thought of another one. If you watch Game of Thrones, definitely like Daenerys Targaryen. Okay. (laughs) The dragon queen. I will check her out. I love her. (laughs) I can't wait to see her. Yeah. And she's just like a strong female character. And I I think a lot of people like her. So Yeah, what's not to like? She's a dragon queen. That sounds so amazing. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) So lastly, where can our listeners find you online? Well, I am everywhere online under my name, Mary Shores. So Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Mary Shores. And I would love, love, love if you're interested in the book to jump on Amazon.com. And it's called Conscious Communications. And right now, anyone who orders the book, we are offering a free companion guidebook to go along with it because every chapter of the book has a lot of um, coaching exercises in it. So it's really nice nice to have that journal by your side to fill it out. So I believe we gave you a link to that free journal. Yes. Yeah. So everyone check out her book, Conscious Communications, and make sure to check out the companion guidebook as well. We'll have all the links down below in the show notes on the blog post. Thank you so much, Mary, for being here today. I'm sure everyone learned a lot from you. Thank you, Eileen. It was my pleasure. I can't wait to talk to you again. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. All right, love you all. Bye.